0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Categorically Romance podcast. My name is Sarah.
1: And I'm Brie. And we have Nicole here. Yay! <laughs> Yay! I'm so excited Welcome to be back. back, Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. Nicole, how is... I mean, you're in the southern part of the... Uni- su- oh. Southwestern part of the United States. So I don't want to say... Like, when we're recording this, it's technically still spring. But, like, how is your basically summer going <laughs> it's terrible it's we've already had record-breaking
2: temps we have been in a heat advisory for two weeks and last night after I did a live stream I went and got food it was pretty late it was like 9 30 and the temperature gauge in my car said it was still 106 degrees outside at nine thirty at night
1: Oh my god! As your heart. This morning, yeah,
2: driving to my chiropractor at 8 o'clock in the morning, it was 103 already. So I'm just like, I don't think like between, you know, getting really hot in the daytime and then, you know, at nighttime, you're supposed to cool down. Well, we don't. We don't dip below 90 degrees like ever. It's just terrible. And it's not even I mean, summer yet. Tomorrow is technically not, summer. <laughs> <it's>, I know. <laughs> and I'm just like, this is rude. <laughs>
1: Sarah, we were chatting the other day and you said didn't you say it was cold up there one day? Like it was It's seventy seven right now. Oh
0: my gosh.
1: Oh no, we had was
0: it earlier this week? It was raining and it was cold. I had a coat on. Oh my gosh.
2: We desperately need need
1: rain.
2: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) We desperately need rain because there are three fires burning right now in my state. So it's like that's all that's another in you know, a way that you can tell that it's summer in Arizona is the fires that are burning, which is terrible. But it's, fire, so it's oh like, Seriously, guys? Wow. like, I feel like it did not need to get this hot this quick. Like I, I felt like it was That's unnecessary. <laughs> yeah. and it's only going to get hotter. August is technically our hottest month and we're not, it's June and we're already reaching 118, 117 degrees.
1: Oh my gosh! No, thank you. I'll it's like stay literally, oh. we
2: were <laughs> no. uh,
1: we were only three degrees
2: cooler than Death Valley, California. That's the only place that's hotter than we are.
0: Holy cow! I couldn't Yeah, so I, it. I try I not to, to go outside.
1: Christmas <laughs> You need some yeah. Christmas romance and I know some snow. Exactly. <laughs> yeah,
2: nature is trying to kill you. <laughs> I know. There's this meme that I constantly see, and it's just like living in Phoenix, Arizona is like opening the oven to check on your cookies, except there's no cookies.
1: <laughs> oh, it's so sad. It's so sad.
2: Only there's no cookies, and you can't get away from it.
0: It's a <laughs> like, disappointment. Oh, my God. <laughs>
2: You're right. There are no cookies. I don't even want to turn on my oven. It gets to the point where it's just like you can, like you literally cook everything like either in a crock pot or, mm-hmm. you know, like on the stovetop. Because if you turn on the oven in your house, there's no way that yeah, you're getting your house wow. cooled down. No way.
1: <laughs> wow. And when it's hot outside, do you notice that like what you want to eat is different? Like yeah. it's just like as soon as spring comes, I'm like, I don't want anything heavy. Give me light. Salads, salads yeah stuff like that like i don't want anything heavy
2: yeah mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. absolutely my husband's like he we were co- going out the other day and he was like you know i've been craving some egg drop soup from pf chang's and i'm like no absolutely not <laughs> 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 and he's like why and i was like because it's 118 degrees outside i'm not having soup so yeah, I'm definitely like <laughs> salads, you know, lemonades. I, like, I, this is the time of year that I crave lemonade too. Like, I, I like I normally don't ever drink anything besides water or tea, and I was like, mm, I want lemonade.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! But, yeah, it's terrible. I, even, I hate it. No. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> Sarah's up in the great white north. <laughs> oh. I'm good. Thanks. I'll we just stay need to go to Canada. That's and, where we need know. to go.
0: But, you know, to be honest, though, we do get hot, like in the later in August, like you were saying, August is the we'll hit 40 degrees Celsius, which is double it, 80, 90, about 110 plus humidity. So that's the the killer. You step outside, you're just like wilted. Like, I just feel disgusting. You know, I can't breathe. I can't. I'll just stay inside. (laughs)
2: yeah that's the nice thing here I mean yes we're super duper hot but we have like zero humidity there's no humidity Mm -hmm. at all it's a dry heat. <laughs> That's it's what they say heat. too about me. It's a dry heat. It's like you know, it's we live in the middle of a desert or something. It's crazy. <laughs> oh
1: my gosh, Nicole! I'm just I'm just sending you all the love. Oh.
0: I'm just picturing Nicole's summer vacations being like, let's go to Alaska.
2: Oh <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. I would love. Like we are, my husband and I are actually planning um, an Alaskan like road trip, like where we take our camper because we for this year for our anniversary. We usually go to California, Catalina, but with, you know, all of COVID, we decided that, um, we didn't want to go stay in any hotels or, you know, just let's stay in our own little bubble. And we, so we just took a road trip and took our camper and we went to Texas and now we're planning to do the same thing, but up to Alaska yeah we're planning on going okay. a little bit later in the year because our anniversary is in March and it's super snowy up there so we're yeah. like let's push it into like the summertime a little bit so like the roads are better you know for the yes. truck and then we'll go That to is going
1: to be a beautiful trip. Yes. Oh, I'm gorgeous. so
2: excited because I've never
1: been that far north. Yeah. That is amazing. Oh, it's going to be so beautiful. I'm so excited. <laughs> so we're here to talk dead sexy. Damn right. <laughs> <laughs> Dead okay. I have to ask. Okay. We chatted a little bit on our last episode where you were, you were with us, but I wanted to talk to both of y'all, like kind of what's your relationship with paranormal romance? Are we fans? Are we not fans? What's our stance on it? Should it make a comeback? Is it not going to make a comeback? What are your thoughts?
2: I, I personally know. love Paranormal romance. I absolutely (laughs) adore it. Vampires are like my kryptonite. Like I cannot say no to a vampire romance. Like I can't. It's not in me. I literally have like probably like five (laughs) or six vampires romance series that I'm currently thinking about right now that I just absolutely adore and love, you know? So I think absolutely they should make a comeback. Everyone's like, oh, the vampire craze died. I was like, no, it didn't. Not in my heart. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Mm-mm. which I think is so true. Like I have this idea that like it's gone, but then you have authors like Christine Feehan Homegirl still puts out books and we're going to go run and buy them. So technically like in a way it never really went. Away. It never stopped. I just think it's not as big as it was once upon a time.
2: Yeah. The Feehan series, the dark Carpathians that's like in yeah. like 40 books, right? It's a pretty
1: extensive yeah, it's series. Like, it's deep.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good chunk of books, you know, which you know, I don't I don't shy away when series are like forty plus because I've read the Dark Hunter series, which is another it's a um by Sherilyn Kenyon, which is another vampire series, but it has like a different twist to the vampire mythology. It's based on Greek mythology instead of, you know, just oh, like cool. regular vampire lore, which I liked that it's kind of different. Uh but yeah, that all of those books and then of course the spinoffs that they have it's like 40 plus books it's like 43 books i think gosh which they're so good
1: they're so good (laughs) (laughs) i've binged a series but i mean i think it had like 12 books yeah (laughs) and that's it for homie like i'm done What about you, Sarah? Like, well, where, where, what's your thoughts? On you know, paranormal? I'm
0: not the biggest fan of paranormal, which is funny because that's where I got my start reading. Like, I'm of the generation not of Twilight, but of Anne Rice. I mean, oh, yeah. like, that's my big joke is that vampires don't sparkle. Vampires are <laughs> interviewed. They with are Anne the Rice vampire. Vampires. You know, like, <laughs> you know, a 400 page small print Anne Rice book, oh, and wow. I love them. I devoured them pun intended and <laughs> but then i got older and it was just kind of like meh you know i just they've never been my thing i i but this one i liked and and i what i like is how each individual author takes on different vampire mythology and kind of makes their own mythology because really that's the fun thing about paranormal is that you can do whatever the hell you want and no yeah. one is there to tell you that's not right You know, it's what I made up. It's my world, right? So that's the fun part. But Mm -hmm. I'm slowly starting to get back into it. Breeze, breeze, dragging me back to the dark (laughs) side.
2: (laughs) Dragging you, kicking and screaming. No. (laughs)
1: Well, I feel like I'm discovering it. Like, I'm like, oh my gosh, Sarah, I'm reading this book. And, you know, he was like a King Arthur soldier and he was frozen and somebody woke him up. And now he's trying to find everybody else. And oh my God, it's so good. She's just like... (laughs) Okay. you <laughs> <laughs> like it's a little bit far-fetched for me, but that's also what I'm I love I'm just
2: going to
0: go it. sit over here and read my single dad romance and y'all can just shush your face. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So tell us about the book. Somebody summarize it before we start chatting thoughts because I have thoughts. I have thoughts too.
0: I liked it. Well, I you I have the um, book out? Go ahead, Brie.
1: I am going to say, Nicole has the book. So do you want to read the back? Do you want to read yeah, the back of the absolutely.
0: book for Nicole?
2: Yeah, I will. I will absolutely do that. Okay. So um, this is the synopsis just on the back. It's just when Nikki Braxton has given up on finding a normal guy, she meets cowboy Jake McCann. Of course, his name is Jake, right?
1: I know. <laughs>
2: Tall, dark, and delicious. He could be the ideal man if he wasn't a vampire. Well, at least that explains his uh, hunger for her. Meanwhile, that down and dirty sex they're having is giving him the energy he needs to destroy his nemesis and break the vampire curse. Good thing because being with Nikki makes him long for a normal life that much more. But then Nikki is abducted. If Jake saves her, he may lose his only shot at becoming human again. Talk about damned if you do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I didn't read the back before I didn't either. reading the book. So I'm no, like hearing no. you read it. I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that is
2: what is. <laughs> I don't read honestly, like I don't read synopsises either. No. Like synopses, no. synopsises. I don't. And so like everything I'm reading that could be given away, obviously, on the back, like she's abducted, you know, he's trying to break yeah, yeah. the vampire curse. Like, this is all brand new information to me as I'm reading <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. And the whole like like the down and dirty sex giving him energy. And I was just like Oh, this is kind of different because he's not only feeding on her blood, he's feeding on the sexual energy, kind of like an incubus. I'm like, that's kind of cool and different. Yeah. 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 So I liked that. I like that little, little more zaz, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They, and even there even though to be a reason for all that. <laughs> exactly. All this sex that they're having in 250 pages, they have sex like six times. I'm like, yes. They
1: literally, <laughs> I think, is it chapter two or three? Yes. There's already sex yes, on They're the page. in the hotel, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't like this. <laughs> okay, okay. So chapter one starts out, he needed a woman, right? Yeah. And then we get to chapter two and it starts out, Nikki Braxton was through with men in relationships and I was like oh this is about to be all about a good time that's right (laughs) oh my so what were our initial Jake thoughts because the first chapter is his perspective what did Mm -hmm. y'all think
2: so Jake um we get we see a lot of you know common vampire lore when you know jake's describing like his abilities and how he's able to read thoughts he -hmm. said at one point he was able to control people or kind of take memories away i was like that's very typical you know vampire lore and um i've read you know some vampire series where it doesn't really work if they can control the heroine because or their love interest, because it gets to the point where it's like, okay, like what is he forcing her to do? Or like unconsciously, you know, giving her like those messages and she's only doing it because he's a vampire and he has that power. But uh, so I was kind of worried about that in the beginning because it seemed like, even though when they first meet, he was still able to read her thoughts. And I was like, that Mm -hmm. was kind of worrisome for me because, and I was like, okay, if he can read her thoughts you know he can unconsciously even though if he doesn't mean to do it you know you're in the like throes of passion and you're like you think an unconscious thing and she just automatically does it and he forced her to do it and i'm like okay i, I kind of have a problem with that but mm-hmm. it just you know, it worked it worked better because i feel like she was able to fight other vampires cuz we eventually meet other vampires she was able to fight their whole because of her love for jake and i'm like okay that makes sense mm-hmm. like the the re- emotion you know relationship um, as that strengthens, so does her resolve against that kind of vampire pull. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of what I was worried about at the very beginning. I was like, I hope that, it, you know, it's not like a, a forced, yeah. dubious consent, which I really, you know,
1: but. <laughs> what did you think, Sarah?
0: Well, just because I don't have the. I don't read as much vampire stuff as the rest of you guys. I just, I mean, I just, I liked him. I, you know a lot of the mythology did make sense It's stuff that I've read before or stuff that I remember before, exactly as you were saying, Nicole, I didn't think about the whole, um, her being able to read his thought, her thoughts that wouldn't, that didn't come into play for me as a thought, because again, I don't read as much as you guys do or as much as you do with the vampire stuff. But now that you're saying it, yeah, I can absolutely see how it could have gone a way that it wouldn't have been as good for sure. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, girl, you gotta, you gotta educate me. Cause (laughs) I don't read that. I don't read that many, vamp. <laughs> this is probably, I can count on one hand how many vampire romances I've read. And mm-hmm. it might be this one hand. Yeah. <laughs> or, or- <laughs> it literally count on this. I'm hand. so new. Okay. So give us some of, and then we probably have listeners that haven't read any. So give us some of the, when you say typical vampire stuff mm-hmm. that you were initially thinking of and worried about, yeah. what is some of that?
2: So, you know, typical vampire powers, you know, it's like, they're obviously stronger. They Mm -hmm. can, you know, I've, I've read some where they can read thoughts and influence people, you know, how, and that's kind of just how they are because that it just makes it easy for them to get their prey kind of thing. Um, That's just how they're designed. So it can, you know, it can, they can get, you know, blood from a source um, and typically they're human so they can enforce their will on to other people and kind of make them um, compliant and, you know, either, or, you know, follow them or even make them just pass out and they just kind of take what they want as they're unconscious.
1: Mm-hmm. And we kind
2: of see that in this book when um, our antagonist kind of kidnaps her, her abduction, she's abducted mm-hmm. by um, another vampire and he, you know, kind of, slips into her thoughts and makes her go unconscious and that's how he kidnaps her. So it's like, there is that power over a typical human that can play a very, you know, they have that sense of power over their potential love interest. And that could stray very into kind of dangerous grounds of, you know, like Mm -hmm. I was saying, dubious consent. Other Mm -hmm. vampire series that I've read, um, the Arganew series by Lindsay Sands. When a vampire meets their quote unquote mate, they don't have that power over them. That's the one individual that they don't have to shield their thoughts. They don't have to worry about accidentally controlling them, is because that specific power of theirs does not work on their mate. And that's just a part of the mythology and the lore of that particular series. So it works that way. You know, it's like, yes, they have these powers, but if it's your mate, it doesn't. And that's kind of how you can tell that that's your life mate is that if you don't have, you can't control them or read their thoughts so um i love that it's (laughs) that's that's a great series too you should totally read it but so yeah that's what i was kind of worried about you know Mm -hmm. having you know the vampire human dynamic you know even though i do like it there is that way how is the author going to overcome this power that one of the like the vampire person has over the
1: potential the human so Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. i've been wondering i'm like what vampire romances did Kimberly Ray read? Yeah, <laughs> <You> know, right. Because <laughs> I mean, it had to come from somewhere, and then she makes him like cowboys, and he's riding motorcycles, which oh, was right. hot. <laughs> it was a lot. <laughs> okay, so then. So they meet. Are they like at a, a fair? They're at yeah. like a, a fair, ca- a county right? Fair, yeah.
0: mm-hmm. County fair, yeah. County fair, yeah. I'm
1: like, I'm because my hometown back in Missouri is it, it hosts the state fair, and I'm just like, I can imagine the bomb run and the the beer and the smell of yeah. funnel cakes <gasps> mm-hmm. and like five minutes down the bomb run, the fair's that's it because it's small. Yeah, <laughs> but like everybody's there, <laughs> mm-hmm. and he spots Nikki. Okay. And then what did y'all think of Nikki when we meet her? For Nikki, I feel like she has been just
2: doting on the whim of other people her entire life. Mm-hmm. and she has, is very passive. She would rather give in to something or kind of meet common ground as opposed to having an argument or hearing that. You see that because she lives with her mother and her aunt who are very different, very different sides oh, of the yeah. spectrum. Mm-hmm. You know, her mom is considered like the quote-unquote loose woman of the town. Everyone knows, you know,
1: her mm-hmm. backstory. And then her the aunt- apple doesn't fall far, far from the tree. We heard that one. Oh, <laughs> yes, I know.
2: And so she's like, okay, she's not- she's not that. And then you have her aunt who is very, you know, pious, very, you know, straight laced to very, you know, mm-hmm. very different. And so she is getting pulled in either of those directions. When whatever decision she makes down to the paint of the kitchen that she wants to yes. change, her mom yes. is like, Oh no, it has to be red. It has to be bold. It has to be this. And her aunt is like, Oh no, make it yellow because it's sweet yes. and sunny and, you know, demure. And so yes. she's like, how am I going to, how am I going to do this? Like, how am I going to create, you know, a safe space where I don't have to listen to the other either or whatever color I pick, I'm going to listen to the other person be like, me, 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 me. I can't believe you picked that color. Me, me, me. So mm. it's like, she, that's her entire life. Every decision she makes, that is, that is her life. She's going to have to hear it from one or the other, whatever decision she makes. Cause it's, it's so, and like everybody in town knows her business too, because yes. that is also the fall of living in a small town. Literally, yep. everybody knows your business, yeah. And so, I just feel like that is just how she is. Especially when she meets Jake. You know, he just comes up to her and he's like, "Can I have a taste?" And she has con candy, and she's like, "Sure." And then he yes.
1: kisses her. He kisses her, and she's like, "That's not what I meant."
2: Yeah. <laughs> like, She's like, I thought you met my cotton candy.
1: And he was like, I didn't
2: say that. You assumed it. (laughs) I was like,
1: wow. Wow." I was like, Jake wastes no time. time. That vampire confidence. That vampire swagger.
2: He comes up like, can I have a taste? And she's like, she even said, like, I was like, as far as pickup lines go. (laughs) 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 Oh, my God. It was so funny. But. um but, yeah, it's like he moves quick. He moves yeah. quick. Yeah. So. Yeah.
1: I mean, he's a vampire. Like, what is time? <laughs> right? Yeah, <exactly. laughs> I don't have time to court you, girl. Like, you know?
2: <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, he's very sexy. He's very, you know, alluring in that way, you know? And, you know, she can't help but succumb to, <laughs> you know, to the vampire like,
1: Alora. meet me here he goes she like battles with herself like am i gonna go and then she shows up and he's like i knew you were gonna come yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly i was like that <laughs> vampire confidence i yeah. know <laughs> okay so this is when it gets interesting for me this is when it got interesting so for me when there's sex on the page like we read a lot of fun stuff where there's sex on the page just to be sex on the page but for the most part I like to see, okay, how is this changing their situation? How's it changing their relationship or them as people? But there's no relationship established. Like Mm -hmm. they literally just met at the county fair (laughs) and now we're hooking up. Yeah. So, and in a way that kind of felt like it established the relationship. I mean, because we know he needs her for energy and Mm -hmm. she's like, whatever. I'm just going to do this, but I don't want a relationship. I don't want a thing. So it kind of does establish the relationship.
2: Yep. It does. Yeah, it does. It's definitely the catalyst to, um, to the start of the relationship because even had Jake had said, you know, he's like, I'm a one night stand type of person. I, unfortunately, you know, he uses women for like the sex for the energy Mm -hmm. and he was expecting to just, To use the crass term, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, and head out of town. You know, that's what he was expecting. And then he finds himself that he cannot with her. Like there was Mm -hmm. a point in the book where um, after their first sexual encounter is that he has to leave the – the hotel because the sun is coming up and he's going to catch on fire if he doesn't. And so he is staying to the last possible minute just to like, she's asleep. He's watching her, like just touching her, you know, looking at her
1: pink toes. Yes.
2: Looking at just like. just her toes and he's like he's like I cannot look away I cannot leave her and he Mm -hmm. even he has an alarm set on his watch that's like this is the very last possible second you can go before you're a crispy critter if you don't get back to your cave, you know so so he's just like he even said he's like I don't know what it is you know that I just could not you know stay away and Mm -hmm. it was so funny because she goes she gets caught by the, not caught in the act but she's basically sleeping in this random hotel oh, and gets caught by that. the housekeeper coming to change the linens yeah. and the, and of it course. turns out this housekeeper is the town gossip I'm like of course of course, of course. <laughs> <laughs> she would work in the hotel just so pe- she can know who's coming in and having yes. one night's dance
0: <laughs> and I love that she's like well no you wouldn't do that that's not you and then she's like yes I totally did sleep with him Yeah, so, yeah.
2: she's fine <laughs> She dug herself a hole in that one because she was just because she kept going on about how Jake looks a certain way. He wouldn't be interested in a girl like you. And she was getting her feelings hurt. And so she was like, wait a second. I'm desirable. We had sex all night. And then so she was just like, wait, you're not the kind of person who's just going to like slip into, you know, someone's bed willy nilly you guys must be engaged. And so she like, spreads the rumor <laughs> that she's engaged to this We're whole running town. With it. Oh <laughs> yeah.
0: like, my
1: trope. God. <laughs> that was one thing that I noticed. I'm like early on in the book, there is like, even when he first sees her, he, it's like, she's not as attractive as the women I've had in the past. Yeah. And then the housekeeper says that. And I'm like, this is, kind of weird yes (laughs) but whatever (laughs) i I guess yeah
2: and also what i thought was also kind of weird how it's just like the fact that you know she's she hasn't had a relationship or whatever and everyone was just so worried about someone's sexuality like oh if you're not with a guy or if you're not with a girl you have to be gay or a lesbian i was just like can y'all just stop, can we stop? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just like, again like that is the thing of a small town where mm-hmm. it's just like everyone knows your business if you're not dating and it's like like seriously just let people maybe they don't want to date
0: yeah. <laughs> right? oh, but, I mean looking at her like she shared a lot of her back history with guys yeah you can understand why she's a bit jaded <laughs>
2: yeah exactly <laughs> It's like just that, because she's not dating anyone right this second does not make exactly, her a lesbian. Right. <laughs> exactly.
1: I did cringe a little bit just because uh, I don't know what it is with like some romance like and the whole like oh, it's been forever or I haven't done anything. And I'm like, girl, it is – well, now it's 2021. Right. Mm-hmm. It's okay if you – Slept with a guy two months ago and it didn't work out. Like, no. I'm not going to judge you. Just oh, give no. it the happily ever after. Oh, no. <laughs> just give it the happily ever after. <laughs> Meet this guy at the bar and let's get this story on the road. Like, I don't know what, like, that mindset back in the day was of, like, it, the happy ever after just, like, is so much better or something if mm-hmm. the heroine has not had sex in yeah. a long time.
0: Right? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's, it's having the virgin trope without having the virgin trope. Yeah, you know, it's almost like a born again kind of an idea, maybe.
1: Yeah, and I mean, no shade divergence. No shade divergence. No. But I'm not going to judge a woman that's not a virgin. (laughs) Right. I don't know what it
2: like but you're right it's like there are certain romances especially you know the more kind of dated ones what did this even come out I'm not even sure but there I mean there are like you said Sarah that virgin trope where it's just like okay are they more deserving because they're a virgin or haven't had sex in a while I'm like it doesn't it doesn't matter
1: <laughs> one of my favorite KU authors I like love her novellas every single time the heroine is like 18 and a virgin. And I'm just like, so an 18 year old not virgin doesn't deserve a happily ever after. I just want somebody to make it make sense for me. (laughs) Like why? To me, that's like a fantastical thing that is kind of borderline weird. Like what is our fascination, even as women writing Mm -hmm. these books Mm -hmm. with that?
2: why are we so worried about someone's hymen? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> like, it's not like and this magical we just found thing. just the episode
0: title. I know.
2: I was like, it's not some magical hymen mythology. thing. mythology. That makes a person more worthy. That's so
1: dope. It's not magical. <laughs> it's not, you know, like. I mean, and is it technically even a real thing? Like, I don't know. There's. Yeah. It's a it's a discussion, okay?
2: So, and that can <laughs> be another
1: discussion,
2: discussion. Right, right? The magical <laughs>
1: hymen. <laughs> but I did think that her. I'm like, of course, she would get busted by housekeeping. Of course, <laughs> like, okay. she was so just that like. That is one thing that I like with paranormal is like you feel that kind of dark element because he's a vampire but then you get that comedic aspect of like small town with a lot yes. of nosy people and these yep. older people that are going to tell you what they think because they don't have a filter and they don't give a damn <laughs> I mean <laughs> she's at the like nursing home whatever they're at and he's like honey everybody knows about you and Jake <laughs> <laughs>
2: No. Oh my gosh! I know it's a, that's like the downfall of living in a small town. Everyone knows your business, and it's full of like you said, like these older people with no filter who were just like, "Well, in my day, this is what we did." yeah (laughs) just like (laughs) oh here we go here we go so yeah she was like she had this whole plan where she was just like okay i will kind of just deal with it and then i'll just tell everybody it's a long distance relationship he had to leave and then it'll just i'll just say it didn't work out and then he stays in town and she gets angry at him she was just like i have this whole plan but it doesn't work if you stay
1: here what are you doing here (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and that i was like oh it's turning into like fake dating yes, fake yes. relationship <laughs> i wasn't expecting kimberly <laughs> ray just dropping trope bombs
2: i feel like there's a lot of tropes in here that i was just like oh, okay yeah like the fake day he's like okay i'm here for a week and while i'm here we'll just be you know we'll just pretend to date i was just like <laughs> Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah. Wasn't expecting a vampire fake dating relationship. Yeah, right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, and I was just like, "That's just awesome!" And of course, they just while like while you're here, and we've already had sex, let's just continue to have sex.
1: Yeah. <laughs> why the hell not? <laughs> yeah.
2: Not. And I say, go for it.
1: (laughs) I think it's such a fun combination like fake dating on top of the, oh, this is temporary. I'm only in town for a little bit. Sure. (laughs) Okay. So we're just going to fake the funk here. And just, (laughs) we're so determined that it's just going to be sexual. And then it's not.
2: (laughs) And then you start feeling things and emotions get involved. I'm like, damn emotions. I was like, why? Are what you, did you all think you about the
1: whole it? like okay? So he's saving up energy because he wants to track down. He kept calling him his sire. His sire, yeah. His mm-hmm. sire. That's is a that thing. a real a term that has okay? That's what real vampires, yeah. For real vampires, yeah.
2: that for real vampires <laughs> that's what they say.
1: Yes. The person yeah. the vampire
2: who made you is your sire. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, guys, I prefer my my creature of choice has always been witches. And the more that yep. I read, I'm like, I don't really know if I like witches being a paranormal creature because that it's it's kind of a thing that people actually yeah. call themselves. So uh-huh. I don't know, but I have no, I don't know anything about vampire stuff. Fire so it's like, okay. Yeah. He's getting this energy. He needs the energy, which he has to have sex to get. Very so convenient. Straight down the sire at his <laughs> Very exact <convenient>. location. <laughs> And time that he was changed to try to kill him. Yes. Is that something made up, Nicole, for this book? Or is that a thing you've seen?
2: I've actually seen that. I've seen some lore, mostly with werewolves, not necessarily vampires. But I've seen the lore where if you track down and kill the werewolf, or in this case, vampire, who sired you or turned you, you can become a human again. And so I have seen that. I've seen that in, but like I said, mostly in the werewolf lore. So okay, okay. it's interesting that they put this in for vampires, which, you know, it could it could work. And there's another interesting little thing here that I have not seen is that vampires are compelled to go back to the place of their turning every year. Every year. And yeah. I feel like well that kind of kinda of leaves you like stuck there at least like if you travel somewhere else and like you'd have to like oh sh- crap I have to go back into <laughs> this like what if you wouldn't want to live there your whole life <laughs> so yeah. you'd have to make plans to be like okay I gotta get back there um
1: and I'm in China right now but I gotta catch this flight back to Texas <laughs> <laughs> it's a special yearly occasion yearly thing I'm i have to telling
0: do. your boss I need a few weeks off in the middle of August every year <laughs> <laughs> I just have to go back
2: and kind of travel like that is potentially dangerous for a vampire because if you you know you have to you can only travel like certain times of the night you know so it's (laughs) (laughs) you cannot but what if your flight gets delayed and you're stuck in the airport and the sun comes up like this is all things that i just think about (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) what if this happened hashtag make it make sense
2: (laughs) So, um, so he basically just stays in the state. He just kind of hops around like um Texas, Georgia was another state that came up, but um so that just works for him. But yeah, that's something that I've also I've never seen is that vampires are compelled to return to the place of their turning. And there's also this kind of frenzy. I feel like um he get um his sire got kind of crazy. You know, he's like he needed blood and he needed, you know, um during that time. And I was like, that's interesting. Could, you know, potentially mm-hmm. be dangerous if you didn't have blood on hand, but, um, but yeah, so that's something that I've never seen before.
0: That's, yeah. That, I did find that interesting.
1: I liked how he really, it was almost like he was angry about his humanity being taken. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I don't know what happens two vampires in the end I don't know you know you just keep going on forever or whatever but it was just almost like I don't want to keep I feel like that would eventually get lonely you'd eventually just like man like you you meet people and they have an expiration date and you don't and like Mm -hmm. it felt almost like she was exploring that a little bit through him like why else would you want to go back and try to kill that person that made you that other than like I wanted to be like everybody else, mm-hmm. and the only guarantee in life is death, and you've taken that from me. Um, so I thought that was really kind of interesting. It felt like she was talking about it without talking about it, but it's like, why else would he want to kill that person, you know? Yeah. yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. There is this, you know, in vampire lore that, you know, vampires are dead, soulless creatures. And so the fact that this was done to him against his will, because his sire, it it was at that point where he lost control, didn't mean to, you know, hurt him. He just wanted blood and he just lost control. It was a frenzy and ripped Jake's throat out. And then when he came to, he was like, crap, I didn't mean to do this. So he wanted to bring this person back to life to kind of right the wrong that he did. But there's that whole thing that vampires are soulless. They're not inherently good because they don't have a soul, um, and that was kind of, I think Jake like shouted that at his sire at one point. He's like, "You you took my soul, or you stole my soul, or something like that." And so, it was that was something that I would like to see a little bit more explained. Like, okay, in this mythology. Is that correct? Is like, do vampires in this mythology not have a soul and aren't considered, mm-hmm. quote unquote, inherently good? Even though we have Jake, who I don't feel like he's a morally great character at all. Even though he does want to kill his sire, it's kind of like, uh, I don't really feel like he's an evil vampire kind of Yeah, thing.
1: I didn't think yeah. like he was yeah. a bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. It felt like a hero's journey. Yeah, it mm-hmm. felt like mm-hmm. I'm on this quest to track down this my this my sire mm-hmm. and kill him, and then here comes Nikki and she kind of changes the game. Yeah, yep. you know, but he's still on it or whatever. And then yeah, he didn't feel like a bad guy to me. No, he didn't. Yeah, he I didn't. feel like in that situation,
2: in that situation, I don't. I I don't know. I would never. Can't believe I'm speaking these words. Think that murder is justified in any way. <laughs> I'm just like his sire did this to him like he mm-hmm. he didn't have a choice in that fact he actually killed him first but he like he felt bad say, and brought him sire's, back sire's already dead
0: yeah it, it, it's you know it's just a mercy killing at that point I'm pretty sure like <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: But yeah, Sarah, was... you love true crime. So you're just like, whatever, <laughs> whatever. Just them? Them? Okay. Murder <laughs> the hell out
0: of them. And yeah, yeah let's <laughs> call it the CSI team and we'll just fix this <laughs> <us> all up.
2: <laughs> I don't know. But like, if this was like just pure contemporary and this, our hero was talking about killing another person, I'd be like, well, this is kind of bad. <laughs> like, it's, like, yeah. but the fact that yeah. they're vampires, it's okay. <laughs> like, I don't know. Uh, yeah. I don't understand it myself, but here we are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Well, I think that, you know, the more that we talk, it's interesting that she wrote this in a blaze. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's restrictions. Mm-hmm. There's page count, word mm-hmm. count, whatever. So a lot of the details that we probably would have liked to be explained, it probably just wasn't enough. Time. It wouldn't have fit. It right. would have been too much. It and ended so up on the cutting It's interesting that she would still do it. Yeah. It's yeah. interesting that she yeah. did it. I mean, I'm glad that she did but it's still like girl you got to give us a novella or something you got to explain some stuff maybe <laughs> I, guess, I just wonder happens. if there was
0: like uh, a group meeting at harlequin and they're like all right halloween is coming this is what we're looking for
1: <laughs> right
2: i felt like that we could want 60 possibly... vampires <laughs> <laughs> i felt if like kimberly this is, ray is in
1: anyone's knitting circle tell her we yes. would like to talk to her because we, we have would questions. love
2: love to talk to kimberly ray <laughs> we have questions this was a november of 07 so it just it could have been like a halloween time kind of thing
0: oh my god uh, but yeah
2: it was good yeah november well at least this that's what the spine of my book says november 07 um but yeah it's like i wonder if more of the vampire mythology is explained in the next books it in the series going. like yes. it just kind of builds on and that can work but if this was a kind of like a one and done i'd be like mm, i need a little bit more explained yeah
0: <laughs> but i i did go ahead and look to see who the next two books like
2: who the vampires were and i'm like ah that makes ah. sense <laughs> <laughs> <For the> next- <laughs> well based on the epilogue i have a feeling of yes we you know book who vampire be back. is so, and I'm like, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> I didn't either. And the other plot twist that I didn't see coming? You know what mm-hmm. I'm talking about? <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. I mean, can I mean, we just spoil it? I,
0: I feel like... Can we spoil a 14-year-old book? I know, <laughs> just, right?
1: Go ahead, Nicole. Have
0: okay. at it?
2: <laughs> okay, because spoil. this is your spoiler warning, anybody who's watching. If you do not want to be spoiled, just kind of... Yep. Fast forward a bit. I mean, usually if I'm doing like a video, I'm like, I'll hold up the book. And when I put the book down, you can unpause or you can unmute or something. It doesn't really work at this situation.
0: I I wonder if we can put something in the comments below, like to fast forward to whatever
2: point.
1: I will. We'll put it in show notes. Spoiler zone. Okay. So at 4136, go.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So the plot twist in here, we have Jake and he also has a friend who kind of helped him in his vampire journey, take control and learn to feed without killing anybody. And they have gotten close they have gotten a really good um relationship he's actually his partner who works on the bikes the motorcycles together and Mm -hmm. you know as we have discussed in the in you know prior that jake is looking for his sire because he wants to kill him to become human again turns out they are one and the same person and Mm -hmm. i gasped
1: i was like what i
2: was like what
1: i was (laughs) was a little confused at first (laughs) i know i'm like wait who is this (laughs) what i know i was like because
2: he that's you kind of find out that they're one and the same person when he kidnaps nikki saying like Mm -hmm. if he's if jake is too busy looking for you he's not going to be trying to find me to kill me and i can't i'm so sorry i cannot even remember his name Garrett. Gabe? Okay. So his name is. Oh, she- okay. I didn't
0: know that. It's my husband's name.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so he's been going off of this alias, Garrett Sawyer. And mm-hmm. Jake has been trying to find Sam Black. 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 Okay. Sam Black is the vampire who turned him. And so turns out, like, he's just changed his name and became this alias and wanted to. He felt bad that he, you know, killed him and turned him into a vampire. And so he kind of changed his name, became an alias to help him learn how to be a vampire. And so that was kind of like his fix it situation where he's like, okay, I did this to you. I'm going to, you know, teach you, but I'm not going to tell you who I am because I feel like you would just, you know, you wouldn't take any help from me because you would hate me because I did this to you. So, um, so yeah, I, I gasped.
1: I was like, (gasps) Oh, (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I did not see that coming at all. <laughs> no, no. Did you feel like it was a kind of a cheat? I felt like it was,
2: it could, it just created more drama. But I don't, I don't, I didn't feel like it was a cheat. I didn't. Okay. But yeah, um, I,
1: didn't
2: I also, but now that I'm thinking about it and I'm just <clears throat> like, okay, a vampire, you know, accidentally killed him and turned him. And then, like, a year later, he meets another vampire that's going to help him control everything. And I was like, how many vampires are there? I feel like the, the <laughs> you know, like, the community of vampires is larger than we think. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just, just, like, okay, now that I'm thinking about it, like, that does seem kind of, like, okay, you, you find another vampire. That seems, like, very mm-hmm. coincidental. But... <laughs> Mm-hmm. I just don't know exactly how many vampires there are. They're not in the census. I don't know. <laughs> like I will Mark not show here up on Ancestry, if <laughs> you are a vampire.
1: <laughs>
2: so, but,
0: but I liked it because you really got to know him as a character and what a quote unquote nice guy he was, trying to help out and yada yada. And then all of a sudden, you get this about face, and it's like, okay, you know, I it's it's i think it makes it what it did was it made the fact that jake wanted to kill him all that more to the reader drama filled. like if it was yeah. just some guy named sam black as the reader we wouldn't have given a crap if right. he kills him or not right whereas now oh wait we've gotten to know him
1: yeah
0: right so you you feel the same moral dilemma if you want to use that terminology as jake did as a reader okay.
1: yeah.
2: that's true yeah, because mm-hmm. if he was just Sam Black, like, oh, well, you killed him first. You did this to him. So there's, like I said, the justification that he wants yep. to kill you. And I would have been okay mm-hmm. with it. But now it's this this Garrett person. It's like, oh, well, you took him under your wing. You you know mm-hmm. created this almost family bond. Like, that's his brother in arms kind mm-hmm. of thing. And they own a business together. They, you know, vampires potentially being solitary creatures because, again... I don't know how big the vampire community is, but they found that someone that they could have camaraderie with mm-hmm. because it can be a very lonely existence and mm-hmm, spending a yeah. hundred years together, that creates a
1: bond, you know? I so mean, the Cullens, you remember the Cullens from the toilet, right? <laughs> Just had to have a family. Okay. Had to have a family. So they,
2: and to have that one other person that knows your secret, you yep. trust, you trust, explicitly. And Mm -hmm. that, that does, it creates an emotional tether, creates that bond and it creates that emotional struggle within Jake. And Mm -hmm. so, um, and you, 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 you get the other side, you know, you get Garrett's, Mm -hmm. you know, point of view where it's just like, I did not mean to it was literally a frenzy, kind of the exact thing, same thing Jake was going through when he had his frenzy and was almost about to kill someone. But Garrett intervened yeah. and stopped him. So it's like he Garrett didn't have that person to stop him. You mm-hmm. know, that would have saved Jake. So
1: mm-hmm.
2: it does create that kind of emotional and moral dilemma. Mm hmm which is just So it feels drama. like she
1: did a lot with the book, you guys. It really does. Yeah, it does. like 250 pages her- and
2: all this was in there for sure.
1: hmm feels mm-hmm. like she did a lot. It was good. And it's cool to see. One thing that I wanted, I'm excited to see if we see more of this in other books is stuff of like, like we talked about earlier, like different pieces of mythology that you would usually associate with something else. And she put it into this book. I'm like, okay, how much more of that are we going to see? Right. in the rest of the stories because that is kind of mm-hmm. cool i mean who's what are the rules who makes up the rules that you can't adopt one thing and make it this you know
2: right
1: well, it's like you're it's like you're
2: yeah you're Do writing you it want. no one can tell you that it's mm-hmm. like oh this doesn't belong in this mythology. i was like first of all it's not real
0: i <laughs> <laughs> hate to break it to you <laughs> i
2: can write whatever i want but so <laughs> but yeah it's but it's it's kind of like she was, like you were saying um, in the beginning, Sarah, it's just like um, she took typical, quote unquote, vampire, you know, mythology, added some other stuff from other things and just mm-hmm. definitely made it her own. Because how many vampire series can you read before it's like, okay, this is all the same and this is mm-hmm. boring kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting to see different authors, their takes on what makes a vampire a vampire.
0: Yeah. I always find it fun when you're reading something like this and it's like, but I I thought you guys didn't like garlic. And then all of a sudden it's like, yeah, no, that's a myth. That was for whatever reason was crazy, Or the, or the fact that like they can see in this book that you can see their reflection. Yes. You know, like it's, and it's, it's funny. It's, it's not funny, but almost in a way it's, it's, it's stereotypical behavior. And if I was a vampire, and you're like, what do you mean? I don't like garlic. I love me some pizza. So what are you what? talking about? You know, like, Don't you scare you know, like, <laughs> but I, I imagine. Don't you
1: put me a in a writer, box,
0: <laughs> right? I imagine as a writer of Paranormal, how much fun it would be because you get to do whatever you want, you know, and yeah. like you said, Nicole, it's like, oh, well, this doesn't work in my world. This is the way it goes. End of story, mm-hmm. you know, like, and that's end all be all. You can do whatever you want. I imagine it would be a lot of fun.
2: Yeah. And I th- I was, I'm was i thinking of another vampire series that I've read that kind of um, takes the vampire mythology and is like, okay, yeah, typical. You can't see vampires' reflections. They can't go out into the sun. They can't mm-hmm. eat garlic. You know, all these things that people believe are true. And they just kind of, them as a vampire race, kind of foster those none of them are actually true. It's just, they push those beliefs because that kind of makes them hide in plain sight kind of thing.
1: Yeah. So oh, I'm just okay. like,
2: that's interesting too. That
1: is, me. That is I <laughs> like One of those that. things where it's like, it's better for them. If society is still skeptical on, if it's real. Yeah.
2: Right. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. I love it. I love it. Yeah. And that's all. I think that's also that came from uh, the Argonu series by Lindsay Sands. And, um, But like that vampire mythology in and of itself is very unique as well. Um, The vampire mythology, how they became vampires, is that these particular uh, vampires came from the Atlantean race, and their Mm -hmm. their vampirism isn't technically vampirism at all. It's just there are you know scientific you know nanites in their blood that heal you and you know make. Like any kind of wound that you may have or any kind of aging, they just, they fix it. And so that's how Mm -hmm. they, you know, become young or not become young, but stay young and immortal is just because they have these scientific nanites in them. That's what they're called nanos. And the reason why they evolved and got the fangs and everything is because when Atlantis fell, they had to come to the rest of the world and they're not as advanced as Atlantis was. So their body evolved them to have fangs to get the blood that they need because that's how the nanos run. They run on blood. So they have to get extra blood. And so they, the nanos kind of evolved their body. And I was like, that's really interesting too. That is so <laughs> cool. <laughs> I was like, so oh original. God, that's so cool. <laughs>
1: I just feel like there's so much you can do. You know, there's so Mm -hmm. much you can do. Like I have been one of the series that I've been reading, the one of the Nocturne series. um, I finally read Sarah's favorite, Heather Graham. And she really reflects like modern society through a paranormal lens. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, this is so... Such a cool way to do this. If it was just a contemporary, I'd be like, "Yeah, girl, we all know like it. It, it sucks out here." But like giving it f- like that history and just like a ref- like a reflection of what society is like through these people trying to hide in society and just mm-hmm. live normal. Mm-hmm. It's just like. It feels like this entire subgenre of like anything goes, like just have at it, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I just want more new releases. <laughs> <Give> <laughs> <some> new releases. <laughs> Come back. I feel like now is the perfect time for paranormal romance to make a mm-hmm. comeback. I would, yeah, I would love it. I mean, we've been living in a pandemic. Give me some sci fi paranormal romance. <laughs>
2: honestly yeah, i feel like um lately i've been reading like you know more contemporary you know or stuff like that and it's just like you know what sometimes you just want a nice you know paranormal whether it be shifters or vampires or alien or you know so i i wanted to like dabble that into you know my reading and stuff because you know where you read too much of one stuff you do get tired of it you get bored of it and then you want to try something different So what's on your, like,
1: summer TBR? Because, like, Sarah's doing, like, fun beachy in July. I don't know. So what's on yours? (laughs) Free whatever the hell she picks up. Yeah.
2: (laughs) I don't know. Christmas Um, romance. I I know. It's like I need something cool to remind me of, you know, cooler temperatures. So, yeah, like, Christmas romances would be nice. And I do get that kind of (laughs) – that itch to read Christmas romance. It usually comes in June, July, like Christmas in July kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's um, my, like, like just immediate, you know, of what I'm finishing, you know, I'm like finishing up for the Ho-A-Thon and just reading. Um, You're the mayor, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm the assistant it. mayor of Hoville. <laughs> <laughs> The best. Well, <laughs> it's like we still have a until it goes to the twenty third, so we still have a few more days. But I'm almost done with my TBR, so that's I have to figure out what I'm going to be reading next because I don't <laughs> know. I'm kind of drawing a blank.
1: <laughs> but have you? How many books have you read at this point in the year?
2: Uh, so I think I'm at. Um, hold on, let me pull up my Goodreads. I think I'm at one sixty two. Okay. Wow. I think
1: off the top of your head, do you have favorites that you can shout out?
2: Oh, I, um, this is kind of a weird one, but
1: <laughs> I, absolutely- we, uh, I don't want to say we wouldn't expect any less <laughs> and you like take it the wrong way. No, but, but
2: that's, I love that about myself.
1: <laughs> I mean, we talked about kissing the coronavirus, coronavirus. last time Oh my time gosh, yeah. with us. <laughs>
2: That's true. But that was like a very strange weird that I'm like, I don't like this. Or it was kind of like very weird. This is a strange weird that I loved. There a, a, there's a couple books that, you know, I've recently given like four and five stars that I'm like, I cannot wait to read more from this person. But um, so I just read Ensnared by Tiffany Roberts. Um, it's a husband mm-hmm. and wife writing duo. They mostly write alien sci-fi romances. So I just read, I just read their new book called Ensnared. And the name of the series is called The Spider's Mate. So it's about this, it's on an alien planet, this alien race that look exactly like spiders. And I know the arachnophobe, (laughs) (laughs) the arachnophobe in me, I'm just like, no, there's no way. Like I like some monster smut. I like Monster Spud. Do not get me wrong. But if it's skitters and if it's an insect, I'm like hard pass.
1: You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> there's so, nothing sexy about you know. a brown recluse.
2: <laughs> <laughs> right? That's what I thought until I gave this book a chance and I read it. <laughs> and I'm just like, there's there's no way Tiffany Roberts there's no way that you're going to make me fall in love with this damn spider. You're not going to do it. And then they did. (laughs) (laughs) And then they did. He's, he has, I mean, he's I mean, you can look at the cover of the book and he's very spider looking. His facial features tend to be more human, but it, he has like the mandibles. He has, you know, the four legs, four arms that gives him his four, but he has like fingers. He has hands. So I'm just like, okay, but, he is, he is a, a literal spider and <laughs> he makes her a dress from his, like his silk web. He like makes her a no, silk dress no, no, and I'm just much. like, you you're making me love a spider. Why are you doing this to me? So yeah, I no. actually just like the world building and the different like hierarchy and the mythology of their entire race is super interesting. And I'm like, okay, I want more. So yeah, that one. I just read, and then um, I've just discovered um, Aveda Vice, and uh, they have written. It's mostly monster smut. I've read. I'm reading this for hoathon, but um, so <laughs> <It's>
1: mostly <monsters. laughs> it's,
2: They have they have two books out right now, and one is called Feed. That's the newest one, and the series is called Fangs with Benefits. Love it, <laughs> I'm like of course, but it's a monster smut with a death moth fairy, who is um, and then also a succubus, but it's a hate to love because they work in the same office and they have like like hostility. And so
1: <laughs> of course, <laughs> of course, right in the office. <laughs>
2: so and I'm like, it's a novella, so I wanted more, but. So the succubus, she orders from like you can order things from this service, so she could potentially not hurt anybody, you know. So it's a specific service, so she can feed from their sexual cheat to feed herself because she's a succubus. And the person that comes is the guy that she hates from work. <laughs> who is this? <laughs> who is this death moth fairy? And so the guy is the fairy. <laughs> yes, I love it. So. <laughs> And I was, they are just like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to feed from the sexual chi. I, you know, like she really wants sex, but she's like, no, I hate this guy. Like, it's going to make work really awkward. And, but they do end up like having some really hot sex. And I'm like, okay, I need more (laughs) from this. Because it was so good though. It was so good. That's hilarious. But yeah, I've been, uh, and then uh, of Vice, they have, it's called Headless, which is a sleepy hollow retelling polyamorous. Oh my
1: god, I love Sleepy Hollow. Okay, it's I'm a polyamorous
2: relationship between Katrina, Ichabod and Brahm. So, it's wow. it's super short. It's super short but so good. <laughs> so I'm just like, okay, I want more from this author. <laughs> mm-hmm
1: oh my gosh i i need to look and see is there a nocturne retelling out there somewhere of sleepy hollow oh my god i just I watched know, it's retelling like i never sleepy hollow in general. in general i know <laughs> i was so pissed when the show went off i mean <gasps> granted the last couple seasons sucked that first season that first one was so good
2: I was like, I was, I was a hardcore Ica Abby shipper. I shipped yeah. them so much, and I'm like, can y'all just be together? Katrina, I didn't know needs- people <laughs> were
1: shipping them until like after it ended. I was just like, I love when the headless horseman rides. In on his <laughs> so ride.
2: I love it. But yeah, I wanted Ichabod Crane and Abby to be together, and he was just like, no, but my wife. And I'm like, screw your wife, be with Abby. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We need it. We need it. And then, yeah, we need somebody to find a way to retell that. Harlequin Presents, give us like (laughs) a retelling. I
2: know mostly when you hear of like retelling, like retellings from books, it's Beauty and the Beast. That's the one I think I've read the most of. And I'm just like, Sleepy Hollow retelling. Okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't have to even have to be paranormal-ish, right? Like, right? I don't know, rich, really hard to deal with guy, and then sweet, nerdy Ichabod Crane and Katrina, you know, whatever. There's so much you can do. <laughs> yeah. If we can do dead sexy, we can do yes. Ichabod Crane. Yes. Yes, we can. Yes. Yes, we can. <laughs> yes, we can. <laughs> well... What do you have coming up next on your channel before we get out of here? We're going to have Nicole's YouTube channel as Mm -hmm. before listed down in the show notes. So make sure you're keeping up with her. She's going to be back next month because we're going to be reading the next book. What's the next book called?
2: Uh, Drop Dead Gorgeous.
1: Drop Dead Gorgeous.
2: I have it over here, even though y'all can't see it. But he is just kicked back in um, one of those, like, water troughs for
1: horses.
2: <laughs> he's literally just, it's like, so
1: cowboy. he's
2: just, like, he has his Stetson on, he, jeans and cowboy boots. He's short, he's shirtless, shortless, I almost said shortless, uh, shirtless in a water trough. And I'm just, like, <laughs> and the moon is full behind him. It's very, of course, that's what, you know, a cowboy vampire would do and spend his time. He would take a bath in a horse trough. <laughs>
0: <laughs> because it's probably 115 <laughs> degrees in the shade, so you know he's got to cool off
1: somehow.
2: <laughs> probably so hot right now. It's in Texas, right? Yeah,
1: it's Texas. It's, yeah. Texas. it's hot. Yeah. There you go. You get hot, hot. hot in Texas. It's not Arizona hot, but it's <laughs> hot, girl. It's hot, girl. Summer over here. <laughs>
2: it's creeping up there. It's getting up there. But. Okay,
1: what do you have coming up on your channel? Because you be doing a lot. So let us know what you have coming up so people <laughs> can keep up with you. We have some live shows. Yes. Are we are y'all still reading through Julianne Lindsay? Like what's going on?
2: Okay. So yes, um wrapping up for Hoathon, we are going to be having some author interviews. Um Yay. I don't know if they're going to be particularly on my channel or there's this thing on Twitter where you can do I think it's called Spaces or something where um you can talk and everything. So we might, we have that kind of in the works and Mm -hmm. then yes, on my channel for the summer, we are reading through Brie Baker, which is Julie, one of Julianne Lindsay's pen names. Um, We're reading through the seaside cafe mystery series, Mm -hmm. which is the first um, cozy mystery series that I read from her. And that's what made me fall in love with her. That series is phenomenal. I love it because Mm -hmm. um, new book is coming out in September. How many books are in that
1: series? Because I have the first one. Um,
2: Partners in Lime is seven, I
1: believe. Oh, my gosh. I'm late. (laughs) I'm very behind. Well, join us
2: because we're going through the whole series.
1: Okay. Yeah, so okay.
2: and I'll be I think I signed up
0: for some of the live shows with you guys.
2: Ooh, Partners in Lime is six. So Partners in oh, Lime okay. is six, and that's coming out August thirty-first. So we're mm-hmm. reading the whole series leading up to that. And unfortunately, that series is coming to an end. Um, the publisher did not want to extend her contract uh for this particular series. So the last book is uh, book number seven, which is pleading the fish, which is coming out next year. But um So yeah, the. I got a
1: question. You may know this. Okay. With cozy mysteries, because I've heard this talked a little bit about in the romance world, but not Harlequin was like one (laughs) publisher that it was never a thing with. But like with cozy mystery writers, sometimes do they have multiple names because the publisher owns that name? That I'm not sure,
2: but you could be onto something because. Her different names are with different publishers.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, that is, I mean, I could ask her. <laughs> because actually this Wednesday, the 23rd, we are doing a live stream with Julie and Lindsay. We're going to be talking oh. about her new indie published Cozy Mystery series that's coming out in September. Yay. So that's mm-hmm. one thing that we, that's one thing to look forward to. Next week, Wednesday on my channel, we're, we're going to have a live stream chat with Julie And I just love her so much. She's great.
1: I've just always wondered because I'm like, if you're writing in the same genre, it's Cozy Mysteries, right? Like if you're writing romance and you want to have a pen name for your sexy stuff and another one for your sweet stuff, Mm -hmm. that makes sense. But like for Cozy Mysteries, I'm like, why do, like I love um, Amanda Flower Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I've heard she may have a pen name, but I'm like, but why? You write cozy mysteries i don't think you write anything else so like why would you have more than one name
2: yeah that's it that is really interesting especially because julian Lindsay has so many pen names she has four different yeah, she names is. she writes under so and she writes for harlequin intrigue as julian Lindsay, and that is her real name and mm-hmm. then you know she writes under Bree baker Jacqueline Frost, which the mm-hmm. Christmas Tree Farm series was picked up again from the publisher, which is nice Yay. because it didn't, mm-hmm. the second book, it didn't technically end. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's nice <laughs> that that was picked up again. And that's actually really cool. That's a really cool story because that, that's another series that the publisher did not want to extend the contract in its series that ended. And then mm-hmm. it got so much traction from readers, the, ser- the publisher decided to pick it up again. So it's like that it. just shows you like the power of readers that you can pick up a quote-unquote dead series and have it live again, which is really, really cool because that series is actually phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Read It, Christmas Tree Farm series by Jacqueline Frost. And she has Julie Chase, which she wrote for the Kitty Couture series. So Mm -hmm. she does write under a lot of pen names. And then, yeah, um, Julia Buckley writes um, the writer's apprentice mystery series which is really good her pen name she has a pen name Juliet blackwell so and then that's the same person yes
1: (laughs) oh i have her like home renovation series and didn't even know it was the same author (laughs) same author
2: and same thing bailey bailey Cottrell, um who Mm -hmm. like bailey cates is one of her pen names she writes the magical bake shop mystery series and i'm just like but yeah, like why you're writing in the same genre Why the so many different pen names. So that's a very interesting question.
1: <laughs> or if like you go to one, like if maybe you have a series with another publisher and they're like, oh, well, we don't want you to use that name because you use it with that pub. I don't know. I don't maybe. work in publishing and they're probably like, this, this Bree needs to shut the hell up. <laughs> but I just, I want to know like why are you, if you're in the same for romance, it makes sense. But like if you're in cozy mysteries, why would you have two different names? It's cozy mysteries. There's no sex in any of the ones I've read. Which is unfortunate. So, like, why would that why would that need to be a thing?
0: And you'd you'd think too that the name might bring some traction because, like, if you've been writing and doing very well with this name, and mm-hmm. another publisher is going to pick up your book, you'd think they want to bring that already, you know, marketing
1: with it with the yeah. name. You already, already have an audience established.
2: Exactly. Or maybe in somewhere in their contract, they have like a no like competition or something. No. Perhaps, perhaps. It's like written in their contract where if they go with another publisher, it has to be under a different name because of like a competing clause or something like that.
0: Maybe. It's it's probably a whole host of different reasons depending on the author and the publisher.
1: Yeah. Well, this time on the Categorically Romance sleuthing episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Nicole, Sarah, and Brie. <laughs> <No. laughs> We peel back the layers. You also have some shows. You've been reading something with Locked Booktician. What are y'all reading?
2: We are working through Rick Riordan's uh, books. So we started with Percy Jackson. We're finishing up with Kane Chronicles. So there's only three books in that series. So we're finishing up with that, and then we're gonna move on to um, Trials of Apollo. And then um, there's one more series something Asgard um, but yeah so because we we had first named it the Percy Jackson read-along but then we decided that to change the, the read-a-thon or read-along title to Uncle Rick's read-along because we're reading all of his work oh and not Christ. just I not just <laughs> <Uncle Rick. laughs> and that is just a name that we have like come up with because every time Every time something strange happens where we're not quite sure why it was written that way, we're like, Uncle Rick, why? Uncle Rick. <laughs> and so it, it, that just kind of evolved into the Uncle Rick read-along because we're reading more than just Percy Jackson. We're reading yeah. all of his work. I love so. it. But, yeah, we love do that. Um, we We're doing a book every other week. So right. I think the next book we're talking about is the serpent's shadow which is book number three in Kane chronicles and that's going to be on my channel on the 24th of june
1: okay well all of nicole's stuff as we said will be in the show notes so if you're interested in reading of these any of the books that she's mentioned Mm -hmm. read them tune into the live show great discussion Mm -hmm. and she's going to be back we are making our way through this well it's four books in the series and then there's like a spin. yeah
2: (laughs) yeah so i have the first two these are the only ones that are in front of me the first two of the quote-unquote skull creek series and then it kind of spins off into the braddock boys which i have brent already but yeah so yeah, get I'll be back. Get your hands on a copy.
1: <laughs> yeah, get your hands on a copy if you can of Drop Dead Gorgeous. Like Nicole mm-hmm. said, she found a copy on her library. I downloaded a copy from Harlequin's website to the Glow app. So, I, so yep. there's ebooks. Sarah and I both read it. Via, we all three read it basically via ebooks. So yeah, exactly. read with yep. us, <laughs> message us, let us know your thoughts, and we will be back next month to talk about the next book.